0: You are Locked On Horn Frogs.
1: Your daily podcast on the TCU Horn Frogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Horn Frogs, your daily TCU podcast. I'm Stephen Simcox. Uh, we're going to cover a lot of ground today, hit on a couple different TCU sports. I did want to address something, though. Off the top And I I guess I should have done this Either Monday or Tuesday But um, I had guest on So it was kind of just An unusual um, podcast And I didn't really see A a chance to fit it in But uh, on Friday I had Matt Jennings on the show And I know that's looking back A couple shows now But um, I asked him The first question I asked him Was if there was going to be A legitimate quarterback competition Between Chandler Morris And Max Duggan And he said that He thought Max might be banged up going into spring ball it might not be full go and he he felt like that was something that he had heard that was reported Uh, that was not the case and Matt actually addressed this on the 247 boards because it came up Um, somebody asked a question about it so I'm sorry for the confusion Uh, and once I saw somebody ask the question about it I was like oh yeah Matt did say that and I guess I should have pushed back on it more because I I don't know I just I guess I sort of rolled with it because I thought that he um, had seen that somewhere and maybe I missed it but anyway Max is to our knowledge 100% healthy and uh, Jeremy Clark who does a really good job reporting has said that and if, if we said anything to the contrary we are sorry um, sorry that we caused any confusion uh, I, I did notice that people <laughs> talked about the podcast a little bit on there and just answer some questions yeah I am a member of 247 I mean I follow that reporting I don't really post much um, or ever But uh, I do follow their reporting, and I try to use that information to inform my opinions, but I try to be careful not to um, share information that's behind their paywall uh, on the podcast because, I mean, that's their business model, and that's their information. So um, I try not to share those things until they're kind of out there in the public. And I've said before, I'm not an insider. Like, that's, that's that's not who I am um i am you know a fan and i'm someone who feels like i know about the team and um have opinions on the team and want to interact with the audience so again my apologies for any confusion that was caused by that wasn't our intention um but yeah things happen and Uh, Just wanted to address that off the top because it was brought up over the weekend and I didn't just want to let it go by without ever saying anything about it. So that's that. But now moving on to uh, other things going on in TCU athletics, I wanted to start today with some draft talk and we've been discussing over the last few weeks Trayvon Merrig, his uh, stock is rising, it appears to be rising really fast, which is great news for TCU fans and I pulled this from a conference call that Mel Kuyper did recently. Here's Mel Kuyper, who right now has Merrick mocked going to the Raiders at 17th overall. Here's him talking about how the Raiders could use him and just Trayvon's game and how it lends itself to the NFL.
0: Yeah, I think uh, also you know, the big hitters, uh, you know, you see you can't do that. You get a penalty. So it's not that they have got to be able to cover. You've got to be able to match up, and he can do that. Trayvon Merrick from TCU can do that. Uh, I mean, he gets from one point A to point B in a blink. Uh, he really diagnoses quickly. He sees things quickly. He reacts instantaneously. Uh, I think he's the kind of guy Gruden and Mayock would like uh, at 17 with Jonathan Abram having some injury issues need somebody with Abram. Uh, I think Trayvon Merrick would be a good pick. I think Jeremiah Wusu koromoa would be a really good pick, linebacker Notre Dame. Uh, I think one of those guys, they got to get better on the defensive side. They got to get healthy on the defensive side. Keep all those guys out there for, for, for 16 games. They haven't been able to do that. So I think if they can add a defensive player at 17, hopefully keep those guys healthy, they can make a quantum leap in terms of the way their defensive, uh, as a football team, the way their defense plays next year.
1: Some more high praise for TCU safety Trayvon Merrick, and it seems almost like a foregone conclusion now that he's going to be a first-round pick. There's a ton of time in between now and the draft. Obviously there's going to be, you know, pro day, uh, some combine events, interviews, etc. but it feels like he is definitely trending upward and there's a high possibility that he could hear his name called on that opening Thursday night of NFL draft coverage. Um, and I've said this before, but I just think he his versatility is really his biggest strength and that's why teams are going to be intrigued by him because he does have the ability to come up in the box and make plays and make strong tackles behind the line of scrimmage and break things up before they get even st- before they really even get started and help out in the run game. Uh, but more importantly with, the way football is changing and how teams are just throwing the ball all over the yard. Now I think his ability to match up one-on-one with big physical tight ends is going to be huge. And that's going to be a bigger challenge at the next level. Um, And I don't know if he can do that on kind of an every snap basis, like he did in college, but if he can hold his own, against those types of players, that'll be a, a big-time advantage for whoever picks them up. So Raiders at 17, um, you know, John Gruden, great coach, great pedigree. Uh, that defense needs a lot of help, so I think he'd be able to get opportunities quickly. Um, you know, former Cowboys safety Jeff Heath is already there, and Jeff is uh, an interesting guy, but he's been in the league for a long time, so maybe that's a someone who could kind of show Trayvon the, the ropes and mentor him a little bit. Uh, but I'm excited for him and just how he's sort of moving through this draft process. And, again, this is great uh, advertisement for the program. I mean, it's a great chance to showcase what the program is doing. in this secondary with Paul Gonzalez and Jeremy Modkins, those coaches, they are doing an amazing job of evaluating talent, finding guys who can fit their system and then putting them um, in the next level and, and putting them on NFL rosters. Because our, our Darius Washington's also someone who's going to get drafted. That's another player that draft, like, guys that grind the tape and draft nerds love him. Um, I saw somebody posting about him the other day and just his ability to be physical and uh, hit people behind the line of scrimmage and bring the wood as well. So exciting year coming up for the NFL draft again for TCU football and Trayvon Merrick continues to impress scouts and coaches. When we come back, I want to share an interview with you that we did on a radio station earlier this week, former TCU running back Billy Overshone. He just took over as the uh, head coach at Waco Riker Catholic high school well, I'll share that interview with you next. This is Lockdown Horn Frogs, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. First, though, let's talk about Built Bar. Built Bar is doing a really cool uh, event right now. It's Built Bar Madness. They're pairing some of their favorite flavors against each other, and you can vote to see who the champion is. I think Coconut Brownie should win it all. It is an amazing flavor. I love it. Um, they sent me a box recently, and I eat one just about every morning for breakfast. But if you go to BuiltBar.com or the BuiltBar Twitter account, you can vote on these different matchups. They, have, uh, they already have it all seeded out and ready to go. So, again, BuiltBar.com and then the BuiltBar Twitter account is where you can vote on these matchups. Also, if you go to BuiltBar.com, you can buy some Built Bars. Um, use that promo code LOCKEDON20 and get 20% off your next order. Again, that's LOCKEDON20, BuiltBar.com. Try it today. Welcome back to Locked on Horned Frogs' uh, second segment, not final segment, second segment. And I wanted to share an interview with you that we did uh, on our radio station earlier this week. This is Billy Overshone. He was a former TCU walk-on running back. He played for the Frogs uh, from 2000 to 2004, played under Coach P., and he's doing something really cool. He just got a new job. He was promoted to head coach and athletic director at Riker Catholic High School in Waco. Uh, Riker was in the state title game in TAPS last year. So he's walking into a great program. He had been there as their defensive coordinator the past few seasons. So here's Billy Overshone and uh, his thoughts on taking over at that position. Just wanted to highlight a former Frog football player who's doing big things uh, in his own career path right now.
0: He is the uh, Riker AD and head football coach and coach thank you so much for your time today and I know it's been a few days since it was announced that you were going to be taking over as the head coach and AD there at Riker. So first of all, congratulations and how excited are you for this opportunity uh especially having this opportunity at a place established as, as well as Riker is.
2: Oh, thank you. Hey, thank you for having me. And uh, yes, I'm I'm very excited. Uh it's just it, it is a special place, uh, place. and they do have rich tradition, and I want to carry that. And I'm, I'm very excited to be the AD, uh, head football coach, and I look forward to, you know, con- the continued success uh, at that school, and I want to continue that. Um, so I am, I am beyond blessed, beyond blessed with the opportunity, and and just so excited. I just really hasn't set in yet, I, I, honestly. Um, I walk around and I'm like, wow, this is a this is amazing and i i I pinch myself still uh to make sure hey is this real and and sure enough i'm talking to you today and and it allows me to know it is real
1: coach obviously you're coming in with a really good foundation the football team uh, which you were part of, made the state title game. Basketball team is on a great run right now too. But if you were going to tell somebody what you want the identity of a coach Overshone team to be, what, what are some of the characteristics you want your team and, and the teams, you know, you're in charge of as athletic director to, to be about? Uh,
2: yes. You know, um, first and foremost, it's a, it's, it's about a family. I really want the, uh, the players and the athletes to identify themselves as, as brothers on the football team and and throughout the athletic programs, it's just brothers and sisters, creating that brotherhood, that sisterhood, that um, we are family and we're committed to each other. Um, And we hold each other uh, accountable um, for our ideas and our values. And I think that's one of the priorities um, for that. And it's just life lessons. I really want the kids to get life lessons uh, for being a part of our program. Um, so that's one of the, uh, the main things that I'm looking for. Uh, then after that, the, the, the culture of just having the mental and physical uh, characteristics of uh, being a hard-nosed football team, uh, hard-nosed program, that's one of the best in the state. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, we have a culture of success already and personal excellence throughout the school. We have a history of success in athletics, and I want to continue that success. Um, but I know it comes with hard work. It comes with dedication, and I want the athletes to know that being, a, being an athlete, you have to put in the work, you have to put in the dedication, and uh, ultimately, uh, success will follow
0: talking right now with coach Billy Overshone from Riker he's the AD and head football coach just announced uh, last week taking over for coach Holcomb when he steps down at the end of the the semester and and coach how do you prepare yourself how do you get ready and and, and get uh you know everything kind of all your ducks in a row to say uh to, especially to be the AD and the head football coach not just the head football coach but you're you're overseeing everything now
2: yes um i guess going along with that family atmosphere we have we have I just want to be a good steward um, of what I have, and and be a good partner with the with Riker and the leadership, and with the potential that it has. Uh, we have great leaders in place right now, uh, with Pastor Father Ryan and uh, the President Blake Evans and Head Principal Mr. Whitworth. Um, they they've set in place a lot of a lot of new things uh, that's special at Riker, and I want to continue that. Um, and so I'm not alone, and that's what I keep on reminding myself. You are not alone with this, and it's going to be a process. I, I am new at this, um, but I feel the support. I feel the support from uh, administration, from the athletes, and just just in general my family and friends. So I'm excited for this opportunity. I know it's going to be a lot of hard work, but I already have my nose down. I'm already asking questions, uh, and I'll continue to ask questions and, le- and lean on the right sources um just moving forward
1: how helpful is it that you already have you know a relationship with the student athletes and you're not walking into a a completely new situation coach
2: oh it feels it feels great we do have a relationship with the kids and um and i think i think their excitement um you know um eases my nerves a little bit um just walking into the weight room and the guys giving you a big hug and a high five, and you see the smiles on their faces. Uh, they 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 have the confidence that not much is going to change because uh, the culture is, has already been set. Um, so they know they know what I what I represent. They know what I bring to the table. They know that my passion of athletics is going to be instilled in them. And and I think I think that's that's beneficial and that's key. We do have a relationship, and they don't have to. I feel that they don't have to adjust to a new coach or try to be a certain way to establish that relationship because we do have the relationship already. And I think that's very important
0: coach i was uh, i was reading the 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 write-up that uh, Riker put out about you just you know making the announcement and everything and it was very thoughtful and well done and uh, you know that it got to the bottom and it was talking about your family and of course we know your wife javon as she does her work over at baylor and we've had her on the show before and, and uh, you know i've had many interactions with her before but i didn't realize that your kids names were beckham king and hendrick Steele. those are two awesome names coach how, how did you guys come up with those two names but those are really really awesome names
2: Oh, I, I I hate to burst the bubble because people people always ask like
0: what did y'all who did
2: y'all name y'all's kids after yeah. and what superstar or what this and me and my wife look at each other and we're like uh, it's just the name that we like it <laughs> um, I hate to burst that bubble but um, Beckham King that we just wanted names that you know represent. Uh, our children that's going to be carried along throughout their life mm-hmm. uh, and we wanted strong names uh, to fit their personality and whatever they whatever they pick to choose in the future so Beckham King um, was a was a great name for our youngest our two-year-old and then Hendrick Steele uh, honestly I, I love Superman growing up and so his mm-hmm. middle name was steel. My wife wouldn't let me name uh, give him his first name, so <laughs> she fell in love. She she fell in love with Hendrix, um, and I said, "Well, if you're going to pick Hendrix, I'm going to get the middle name." And that's kind of what we want out of our kids. We want them to be the man of steel in, in anything that they face. Uh, so just stand up to to anything that they have, and also to have um, the king like mentality. Right. Uh, but at the same time, hey, being being generous and and being relational to other people it all it all played a factor in their name so that's that's how we came to Hendricks, um, Hendrix and Beckham.
0: I'll tell you, it doesn't get too much stronger than that. Those are those are two strong <laughs> names right there, and and I, I guess that that would kind of be maybe a way that you translate that to your your team is like, hey, we want strong players on this team, we strong-minded, strong strong you know wills, and, and just this is this is kind of who you got to be, and, and almost like be your own person. I'm sure that that's kind of a message you pass along to your players.
2: Yes, yes, it is, and. And if I if I can not if I can I will I would bring my two kids as an example of hey this is a king and this is a man of steel and this is this is how you have to approach being a football player this is how you have to approach being in athletics this is how you approach uh, the academics because everything is all all full circle um, and that's that's what I plan on instilling in the kids that hey this is the attitude this is the expectations and the beliefs that you have to bring, uh, to this program. And, and it's going to change their behaviors. I really do think that. And then of the behaviors, it's going to, it's going to drive habit. And, um, and that's what, that's what I'm there for, uh, to treat them like my children because they are my children, uh, in this program. Um, and I want them to feel that, that, Hey, they can come to me at any cost, but they know it's going to be tough love. It's going to be, it's going to be hard work, but at the same time, my arms are always open i'm there to listen i'm i'm there to be a, a a friend and when in need but also a father figure uh for some of the athletes that that may not have that or don't feel comfortable uh, speaking to other adults about the situation. So I do want to bring that to the program as well.
0: Uh, coach, I got to ask you about your time at TCU and and playing for coach Mm -hmm. P, how has that helped shape who you are? As far as a football coach, what have you taken away from even your different walks of life and your different stops when you've coached other places, how much have you taken away from those different experiences?
2: Yes. uh, I've, I've taken a lot of experience from, uh, being a football player at TCU. Um, and I was a I was a walk on at TCU, so that was a great deal for me to be a part of the football team. Um, it, I think it instilled in me like just the hard work and just dedication that 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 I'm going to bring to this program because I stress I stress the value of time commitment and how hard it is to be a, a student athlete. Um, and it it taught me a lot. A lot. I still fall back on my foundation of being part of the program, all the hard work, the early mornings. Uh, the late nights and just trying to uh, be a part of the team and uh, make the team better uh, that's how I feel t- that's how I feel today with my athletes I want to give everyone a chance but at the same time I want to express the the sense that they have to work hard not only for athletic success but the successes outside of athletics and what they carry on to the future because even today I fall back on what what was instilled in me in TCU's program and everything that I, I also, everything that I learned from the other programs that I've been in um, through Manville High School and Keller High School and other high schools that I've been a part of, Waco High School, um, I learned a lot. And the perseverance of being in athletics has, has, has brought me to this point today.
1: That's Billy Overshone, former Frog running back, and good luck to him as he takes over that program. Hopefully he can get them back to that state title game. We'll wrap things up after this. This is the Locked on Horn Frogs. I want to also talk to you about betonline.ag. I tell you about it every day, betonline.ag. They are your online sportsbook experts run by Lee Sterling from Paramount Sports. He's been working the online gambling scene for a while, and they're going to give you great advice on what to bet, how to bet, how to make some money, college basketball, March Madness its coming up. Don't miss an opportunity to make some serious cash. Go to betonline.ag today and sign up. Once again, it's betonline.ag. Final segment here on Lockdown Win Frogs. I am Stephen Simcox. It is Friday. Uh, no, it's not. It's not Friday. I wish it was Friday. It's Wednesday, March 10th, and this is your daily TCU podcast. Uh, I wanted to close with a really tough night for TCU baseball. Uh, they go on the road in St. Marcus and take on Texas State, and they fall tonight by the final score of 11-1. to They got run-ruled in the seventh inning, Um, It was just a bad night all along. Jacob Metter was not good to start the game. He was pulled in the second inning, couldn't even get, you know, one out in the second inning before he was gone. The bullpen was pretty gassed because uh, Johnny Ray and Marcelo Perez were out over the weekend, so they were called on for a lot of innings, and they just didn't have it tonight, and – Uh, hitting the ball, that didn't really work out either. So, tough loss for TC Baseball. They've now lost two in a row as they blew a lead against Sam Houston State in the late innings at the end of the Shriners uh, Hospital for Kids Classic. So, they play UTSA tonight. And, uh, you know, I don't want to hit the panic button here. Um, Baseball's a long season. These things can happen. But that's a pretty terrible loss to the Bobcats on Tuesday. So, hope that they bounce back tonight and get ready for a weekend series against Gonzaga, but I'll have updates about that tomorrow. And yeah, we'll just hope this was a one-off uh, rough night at the office for TCU Baseball and they can bounce back tomorrow. I'll be back tomorrow. This is Locked On Horn Frogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.